Hi there. Welcome to Ask Abby, a podcast for newer business owners who are navigating the early years of entrepreneurship. I know how overwhelming those first few years in business can be, but you don't have to do it alone. I'll be bringing you the tips, resources, and encouragement you need to get organized in your business and finally make this your full-time job. We'll laugh, we'll cry, but we'll be in it together the entire time. All right, friends, let's do this thing. Hi, friend, and welcome back to Ask Abby. I am coming to you on this very rainy Tuesday afternoon with a message that I know someone needs to hear. So maybe that someone is you. Um, And that message is that being self-employed doesn't mean that you need to do everything yourself. This is one of the most common misconceptions in self-employed women that I work with, is that when we step into entrepreneurship, when we step into working for ourselves, we get this idea that that means we have to do it completely alone. Like I signed up for this. I decided I wanted to do this. And if I'm going to do it and I'm going to succeed, I need to do it all by myself. And maybe that rings true for you. Maybe that's a familiar feeling for you. But I think there is this kind of misconception that when we decide to go off on our own and we decide to start our own business, we're really in it alone. And we are, we are, we kind of set this expectations for ourselves that, you know, we need to do everything from start to finish in order to be seen as successful. And I really think that there's so much in society that like we as women tend to fall into this, right? We're like, okay, I got to be the mom of the year and the business owner of the year. And I got to excel at everything. I got to be able to do all the things. I'm going to be the Pinterest mom. And I'm also going to be self-employed and rock my business and be present with my family. Like we have this real pressure put on us from society that we should be doing it all and that we are expected to do it all. And so when we step into self-employment, I think it really amplifies this pressure we already feel in so many areas of our life of, okay, well, this is a choice that I made and um, I I need to do it alone. And I single-handedly need to figure out all the pieces and all the parts and put it into motion. And I see so, so many of you, uh, you know, feeling just unsupported. Like you wish you had people to talk to. You wish you had a sounding board to bounce ideas off of. You wish you had someone to go to when you're, you know, have an altercation with a client and you're wondering like, was I wrong for setting that boundary? And, you know, so many of the people in your life may not be able to relate to it. If everyone, everyone who you know has always worked for someone else and always worked a job, they may not be able to understand the unique challenges um, that we go through as entrepreneurs and as self-employed women. So it can be really isolating. And so, so many of you tell me that you feel so alone and you miss that piece about work. Like you love working for yourself. You love doing what you're doing. You love being your own boss. 
but you miss that connection. You know, you miss chatting by the water cooler or the coffee maker in an office with friends. You miss being able to ask your boss for help on a project. You, you know, miss being able to tackle a project with some coworkers and with some other people. And suddenly everything falls on your shoulders. All of the marketing and the sales and whatever it is that you're actually doing and selling and the accounting and the bookkeeping and the legal stuff, like all of a sudden we're expected to be all of these things that we are not. So I'm not sure who of you needs to hear this today, but you don't need to prove to anyone there is no gold star that you'll get from doing it alone. You know, if you lean on a support system and you accept help and you are able to carve out that successful business for yourself, like you don't get a gold star for doing it all alone. All you are going to get is burnout, likely resentment, and, um, you know, potentially even preventing yourself from getting to that successful level because it's really just so, it's too much to try to take on everything by yourself. So this is your official permission that you do not need to do everything alone um, when you step into self-employment, when you when you decide to open your own business. You would never expect that at a job. You would never expect that um, as a parent. You know, you would never expect that really in any other thing in your life, you wouldn't think like, oh, well, I signed up for this. It's all on me and I need to do it alone, you know? So really the first step is is starting to um, separate from this idea that being self-employed means it's all by yourself. You're, you're just solo and you can receive no help and no support. The few areas where I really see this show up for people is it's so damn hard for most of you to ask for help. And I don't know about you, but if you're anything like me, you didn't grow up with people, you know, bending over backwards to see what they could do for you and if they could support you and if they could help you. So we grow up kind of realizing, okay, I'm the only one I can count on, right? I have parents or family and they're great, but I'm really the only one I can count on. I always show up for me. And this hyper-independence creates an environment where we don't feel comfortable asking for help or we don't feel comfortable asking for support. And I'm sure you can relate. It can be so scary to admit that we need help, to admit that we need support, to ask someone to meet our needs feels so scary and so vulnerable. But how would it feel to receive that support? Like what would it feel like to know that you weren't in it alone? To know that you had other people to count on outside of yourself? How would it feel to go from this place of, okay, I'm the only person I can count on. I'm the only person who shows up for me to, no, I have a whole group of people who are consistently showing up for me. And other people cannot help you if they don't know that you need help. Other people cannot support you if they don't know that you need support. 
And, you know, within the self-employed sisterhood, my community and with my clients, this is a theme and with myself, quite honestly, this is a theme that comes up so regularly. Why is it so hard for us to ask for help? But self-employed, being self-employed does not mean you need to do everything by yourself. Um, I think, and I'm going to go off on a little side tangent here, but you know, so, so many entrepreneurs do not make it. It's something like 20, 25% don't make it through their first year in business and nearly 50% won't make it through five years in business. Now, do I think that all of this is because they just had terrible business ideas, their products sucked, they suck and they're terrible, awful people? No. I think the reason that so many entrepreneurs aren't making it is they don't have access to the support that they need or the resources that they need, especially especially for those of you who do not come from entrepreneurial families or friend groups, right? If you're the only person around you who has a business, it's not going to be really easy for you to ask questions. It's not going to be really easy to get valuable feedback because those people just aren't going to understand the unique challenges that we are facing. And then the second piece is even if you do have a support system, how can we allow ourselves to be vulnerable to ask for that help and to ask the question? And something I hear from girls in the self-employed sisterhood all the time is that, you know, they had this gremlin of like, I should already know that. So you know, they have a question about business, like, oh, do I need business insurance, right? That's a that's a solid question for a new business owner. Do I need business insurance? But they feel so terrified to come out and ask that question because they don't want other people to think that they don't know what they are doing, right? This is all coming from energy of like proving and validating. It's like, if I ask that question, other people might think I'm dumb. They might question how I even have a business. They might question my, you know, abilities or my success and all of those things. And what we found in creating this community is all of us feel this way. All of us have these questions. No one was just born knowing about business insurance. And so within my community, we're destigmatizing, you know, this fear around asking questions. Like you would never start a job right? You don't go to school, get your degree, like, okay, I'm going to be a nurse or an engineer and get out and get hired and just know how to be an engineer right away, right? You don't expect yourself to not have any questions. You get hired entry level. You ask questions, you ask your boss, you ask other people within your organization, you ask coworkers, right? Even if you get hired at like, you know, um, even if it's like a, a Dunkin' Donuts, you get hired at Dunkin' Donuts, right? you're not just expected to know how to make coffee and how to make a latte and how to use the computer system. Like you have to ask questions. You have to be trained. You have to lean on other people. But for some reason, we come into self-employed life and we're like, oh, I should know. I don't know how I would know or how I'm supposed to know, but I should. I should totally know how to do that. So we're really destigmatizing this idea that you have to have it all figured out right out the gate. There's pressure there, right, to have all the answers, 
but you are not going to know every answer to every question. I'm a business coach and I don't know every answer to every question, right? So letting ourselves be vulnerable and asking questions and finding vulnerable spaces, other communities, other business owners, like a network of other people who you can lean on, who also have the same questions, who also are like, yeah, oh, that was so difficult for me when I figured that out. But This is what I found. This is what I learned, right? I realized that like I was in a very unique position when I started my business. I didn't have a ton of self-employed no one in my family had ever owned a business. And at first I would, you know, ask my dad, right? That's a, he's who I always asked about jobs and job interviews. And so I'd ask my dad, but right away I realized that the advice he was giving me while it was coming from a good place and he was really truly trying his hardest, it just wasn't helpful. You know, there were lots of times that he told me, oh, shouldn't you be going in and working any hours that your clients want you? Like, there were so many times he gave me advice that was just like so clearly like he did not understand what it was like. And, you know, I started to kind of, I had a pocket of friends who were all self-employed and I started to meet other business owners through the work that I was doing and connecting with them and venting with them and, um, you know, brainstorming and like having them be a sounding board for me to kind of talk out what I was going through. And it was so valuable. It was so valuable to finally have people who could really understand what I was going through. Like they saw me, they heard me and they truly, truly understood. Um, so while they don't always necessarily have an answer, um, they, they were able to kind of support me in navigating my own way. Um, I really truly believe a support system is so key when you step into business. And I think it's something that so few of us have. Um, I think about those early years, just me and Google and trying to figure it out. And yeah, it's just wild to me when I think about it now, like, yeah, how far I've come having the support of other entrepreneurs around me. And, um, I've seen this really blossom in women within the self-employed sisterhood as well, where, you know, they maybe didn't have that support when they stepped in with us and to see them come in and ask the questions. So let's give a couple of examples of different things that I've seen um, kind of shake out in the community. So um, one of the examples that I'm going to give, we had a... Um, a girl come into the group and she was offering a mobile service. She's a massage therapist. She has a business. She pays, you know, rent and all of that at her business, but she was still here and there offering travel services. And, you know, she came to the group and right away she kind of said, you know, I, I just, I, you know, the, I'm dreading them. I'm every week I'm dreading it. And I'm driving all over the state. She's like, I'm driving an hour both ways um, to give a massage. And then I have to set up my table. I have to break down my table. She was like, sometimes it's like three, three and a half hours of time for one massage. And she's like, if I had just taken a massage in my business that I pay for, I could have taken two, almost three massages in that time frame. So she recognized that a, she was feeling dread in her body, like she was 
really not looking forward to these experiences. And B, she was, um, she knew that it wasn't really strategic. Like from a business standpoint, like it was taking too much time for the amount of money. So right away, the rest of the girls in the group are like, yeah, what are you doing? Like that makes absolutely no sense, right? And she told us she had already kicked this around with her husband, with some of her family. And they'd all said like, well, what are you going to do? Like, if you get rid of that, like, how are you going to make up that income? Which threw her into her gremlins of like, oh yeah, I need the money. I better not get rid of this service. So she comes into the community. She comes into the sisterhood and we're like, girl, no, this makes no sense. You're actually leaving money on the table, right? A bunch of business owners are able to look at this and say, you are leaving money on the table. Like you could be, you are, you could be taking two massages in that time, not carrying your table up and downstairs, not driving all over. You're spending gas miles, like makes no sense. So with our support, she was like, yeah, you guys are right. You are hundred percent right. She decided she was going to break up with – break up is just like a silly term we use – break up with her existing travel clients. Um, she had some gremlins about how she was going to make up the income, but we were like, Jenna, this is the move. This is what you need to do. So we pushed her to do it. She broke up with her clients, and one of the clients said to her, listen, having you come here to my house, this is invaluable. Like this is the highlight of my month. I – I am busy, you know, I'm a busy business owner herself. And she was like, I just, having you come to my home is invaluable. Like I will pay whatever it takes. What's your number? So Jenna came back to the group and she was like, what's my number? Like, oh my gosh, I can charge like whatever I want, like whatever is. So I was like, all right, sit down, do out the math. What do you need to feel supported in this service, in this travel, in this time out of your schedule, in this time away from the business you pay for? Like, what do you need to feel supported? And she came up with a number. It was triple, triple, three times what she had been initially charging. Three times. So she went from however many clients she had down to this one and is making like a about the same income. She actually lost no income by making this move, right? So had she not had our support, she might've just kept doing this and said, oh, well, you know, this is part of being a business owner. I brought this upon myself. Like this is just part of the deal, but I am here to tell you it is not part of the deal. Um, another example of this within our community, we had another lovely lady join us who, um, also travel, got a couple traveling people in here. She's a travel personal trainer. And when she first joined the community, she said to us, things are so good. Like I've been so busy. I'm so thankful that I'm so busy, but I, I I'm, I'm too busy. I am back to back with appointments all day long, driving all over the state, going to people's homes. I have people calling all the time. They want my services, but I don't, I don't even have space or time to take more people. She said, I really want to grow this business and I want to start hiring out, but my family has been telling me not to. So we were like, what? Your family's been telling you not to like, What's that about? So we start talking and she said that her family, none of whom had ever owned a business, do own a, none of them have anything to do with owning businesses, had been telling her like, 
why would you want to take on all that headache? Like, it's just you. Like, why would you want to add anyone else into the mix? Like, that makes no sense. And blah, 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 all the gremlins, all their own money stuff, all their own stuff they were projecting on her. And she comes into the community and right away we were like, girl, you have an opportunity to scale here. You have an opportunity to take, like I, all I'm hearing out of your mouth is I'm burnt out. I am working all day long with no breaks. I'm driving from one place to the other place, all over the state, back to back to back. Like, why would you not bring in some support? Why would you not take that, that off of yourself? And Um, We did encourage her to hire out, you know, again, with that sounding board of other business owners just being like, don't listen to your parents. What are they talking about? Follow your gut, follow your intuition on this one. Within two months, she hired three new employees. She now runs an entire company, Um, right? She went from being self-employed to being the owner of a company. She has three employees. She has, you know, scaled her business on a massive, massive scale. And, you know, she has dreams of starting a family someday. So now she's building a foundation so that when she starts the family, she's not so like, "Uh Oh, I can't train anymore. I'm on maternity leave. I make no money. Like she's got employees. She can still keep this business going. And I just, that was so amazing to see her go through that. Um, and to allow herself to like receive that support from us and from the community. So, um, another big, big area, and this kind of ties into what I just talked about with Alex and her story is, um, you know, not needing to do everything yourself. And I've seen lots of girls in my community go through this. I actually just had a, um, friend client sends me a Voxer message this morning. She had been dreading doing her taxes. Her taxes are about to be due. Um, She was dreading it. She doesn't know anything about taxes. She took her hours. She sat with it, but she just didn't feel good. And she said what she had calculated, it looked like she was going to owe $4,000 for her taxes for this year, four grand, right? Which is normal. If you haven't paid taxes like quarterly, it's like pretty normal to owe big money. But she was like, not ready for that. She said that would take her entire savings account pretty much. And um, yeah, so she decided um, after actually her and I talking the other day, she was like, I don't need to do this alone. I don't know why I'm trying to do this alone. I'm not an accountant. I can't pretend I'm an accountant. I'm going to go and hire a professional. So she voxered me this morning. She went and saw an accountant. She said it took 30 minutes for the accountant to get her taxes done. And that by his calculation, she actually only owed $600, $600. And she said the cost to pay him was $200. So she saved over $3,000 by hiring a professional, right? She could have tried to do it all herself. She could have put that stress and burnout and said, listen, I'm a business owner. I should know how to do taxes. But she was like, nope, I this isn't my forte. This isn't what I'm here for. And she allowed herself to receive that support and look at how it ended for her, right? Something that I have found, and this is just my own personal story quick, is um, I am coming on about a year of having an assistant in my business. Um, you know, she's not full-time. She has other clients. She's not only my assistant, but it's made such a huge difference 
in the amount of money that I'm able to make having her support. Like it's kept me on track better. Um, and I just, I don't get as overwhelmed because like, I know that she is keeping things going in the background. I know she's got the podcast going. She's, she's editing the podcast. She's creating images for Instagram, for my content, right? She, when I'm doing my website, she'll go in and design and do all the colors. Like she's taking off this element that would otherwise stress me out. And it is worth every time that I pay her It is worth every penny that I pay her. And she's actually become a really solid sounding board. I've been with her for a year now and I will reach out to her sometimes and say, what do you think about this? Like, what do you, um, I'm about to do this. What, what do you, do you think that really is on brand or what do you, what do you think? And, um, she'll give me her honest to God opinion, right? So having her as a sounding board and having her as this other resource who she really knows my business, like she super knows my business has been invaluable. I cannot even tell you how important that has been. And recently we're going through a big rebrand as the self-employed sisterhood rolls out. And I reached out to her and I said, Paige, I, I want to do new colors, right? I new branding board, like let new logo, let's do it all. I was like, what do you have any ideas? Um, for colors, I tossed around like a couple of colors I liked. And the next day there was a branding board in my inbox and she said, this is what I felt, you know, like everything about your brand. And these are the colors that I, I felt and I went with and it was perfect, right? She knows me so well at this point that she was able to get the brand colors down to a T without me even having to go back and forth with her. And then if you're watching the video version, you'll see, I just decorated this wall behind my um, computer, behind my office. And I posted a picture of it shortly after. And she was like, that's so funny because all the colors that I picked for your branding board are in that gallery wall behind you. And I was like, I know you read my mind. How did you do it? So outsourcing for me has been such a huge step in my business. And I think back to two years ago, um, the me that was, you know, in my massage practice, like I never ever would have thought of paying someone else money. It, it was just like, nope, I'm me. This is me. Like I'm talking to this podcast is for me three years ago. Like I was just like, nope, I have to do everything from start to finish. Like I just could have never even imagined it. And it's been a game changer for the growth of my business, the scaling, the amount of women I'm a lot, um, able to help with her, with her helping me with the back end stuff. And, um, yeah, income wise as well. Like I really, really don't think I'd be able to do it without Paige. So really been such a, a game changer. So these are just some examples and, you know, just small ones. I could probably go on and on with examples for days, but of different ways that having that support and asking other people for help can really, really benefit you. You know, I've seen girls come into our community and say, Hey, do I, need insurance. And we actually have a girl who used to own a state farm. And so she knows everything about insurance. She, um, also used to, uh, be a lawyer and do business use and sales tax. Um, so she's been able to help some of the girls with figuring out sales tax and all of that. So it's really been so awesome for me that we have this vulnerable space where girls really feel, um, comfortable to come forward and be vulnerable about what's going on and ask for help because this community is really, really here to, to see them and to support them. 
So with all of that being said, this is my memo to you that you do not have to do everything yourself. Um, There is really like such great growth potential in realizing where your strengths lie and where they don't. Um, For Heather, who just hired the accountant, the one I told the story about, like she struggles with accounting. That's not her forte. It's made sense for her to hire out for that. You know, where me, I actually, I have a math brain. I do all my accounting myself. I find it really very rather straightforward, but I really struggle with the more creative pieces of my business. I really struggle with the graphic design. And so that's what I hire out for. So think about in your business and in your life too, like what are you dreading and what are you Um, what parts do you absolutely not look forward to? And could you outsource? Could you lean on someone else? Could you bring someone in to help you with that so that you can focus and really show up at what you are good at? Like if I was editing these podcasts, I can guarantee y'all would not get an episode every week. Like there is no way with my projector ass that I would be able to edit these and get them out to you weekly. So if I was doing this podcast all on my own, I would be dropping them like once a month or what likely would have happened is last year when I dropped the podcast, I probably would have done a couple episodes, gotten overwhelmed, gotten burnt out and not been able to keep up with it. And maybe that's familiar to you. Maybe there's been things you've tried and every, you know, you just can't seem to get through it because you're taking on too much. You're only one person. You can't be everything. You cannot be the podcast editor, the bookkeeper, the photographer, the marketing specialist. You were not built to be good at all of those things, right? In, in our work, we can see that. Like when we get a job, we know that. Okay, I excel at this, so I'm gonna be a nurse. Okay, I'm good at math, I'm gonna be an engineer. Okay, I'm good at um, leading people, so I'll be a manager. But in business, we suddenly expect ourselves to be all the things and you are not all the things. You cannot be all the things. And the more you put pressure on yourself to do it, the more burnt out you're gonna get, the more exhausted you're gonna get, the more resentful towards your business you're going to be. And you have a lot less chance of being that 50% who actually makes it in the long run. Okay, so while investing seems out of your budget now, I want you to picture this. It might seem out of your budget to invest in an assistant or to invest in a bookkeeper or whatever. But if you are running on fumes, making this little bit of money, barely keeping up with anything behind the scenes, how long can you do that for? At three years, can you keep up with that? Or or is that gonna be the end of your enterprise? Like, so you have to think about that. Like, is that is this a sinking ship? And, but when you put the money where your mouth is and you, you know, you, you outsource, you, you hire for that thing. You bring on another person to teach classes with you. You, um, bring on someone to edit the podcast for you. Well, initially there's a little bit of investment. The cash flow will be a little tight, but there's more potential for you to make it in the long run because your energy, that potent energy, that's like Ooh, here to do what you're here to do can really come through when all that other shit is being taken care of by someone else. And to be honest with you, I think that's the huge difference between the people who make it and the people who don't. It's allowing yourself to be supported. 
It's allowing yourself um, to take, to have help and to, to receive help. And if you're feeling lost, you don't even know where to start on this. Um, you know, I do want to extend an open invitation to you. We do, I do run a community of entrepreneurs. It is such an incredible and supportive community. Like I am consistently blown away by the women in this group. They are just amazing. They're such gems. Like they're just incredible people. And each person brings their own unique value. So like, while you may not be all the things, this is a community where someone probably has the answer you're looking for. Someone probably has done the thing you're wondering about, you know, um, this is just a community that really, really wants to see you succeed and will help you to build the confidence to really make it in the long run. You know, there's so much of business comes down to feeling confident in what you're doing and self-trust. And when we don't feel like we have any clue what we're doing and we're doing it all ourselves and we don't feel like we really have the answers, but we feel like we have to do it all ourselves, it's, 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 it really does not give you that confidence piece, that, um, trust in yourself that you're making the right decisions, but having that sounding board and having other people who truly, truly have been there and understand and see where you are is so incredibly valuable. I want you to make it in the long run. I want you to be the 50% that make it past five years. And I want you to excel in this business. I want this to be your full-time income. I want you to make so much freaking money that you don't have to worry about paying the mortgage anymore. I want that for you, but I'm telling you, you are not going to get it all by yourself. You need other people. You need support. And if you don't have that in your life, in your own communities, in your own spaces around you, then I am inviting you to join ours. You will be welcome here. You will be seen here. And we will support you to get you where you want to be. So if this resonates with you, if having a support system is something that's really important to you, get your name on the wait list. The doors will not open until early 2022, but get your name on the wait list. Be the first to find out when the community reopens. We would absolutely love to have you. This has just been such a incredible, incredible community to host and like witnessing the growth that I'm seeing in these women just from having people behind them saying, girl, you've got this. You can do this. Like it's mind blowing. So add your name to the wait list. Cannot wait to join, you know, have you join us. Cannot wait to welcome you in with open arms and um, really be that uplifting, uplifting support for you. If you have any questions or you need any support around this, as always, reach out to me on Instagram, send me a DM, and I would love to chat with you. All right. Have a great one, guys, and we will see you next time. Bye.